Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Talk Crystal Palace podcast. My name is Ollie. I hope you're all having a good week. Uh, first things first, massive thank you for the love uh, and the feedback uh, on last episode. It's really nice to be back making content again, uh, kind of talking rubbish as I used to love to do on my YouTube channel. Um, and the reception has been great and it's really good to see. So thank you very much, everyone, for that. Um, if you don't follow me on Twitter already, please do at TalkCPFC. I've recently started a thread uh, where I'm going to try and predict Garth Crooks's Team of the Week every week. Uh, and anyone who reads his Team of the Weeks will know that uh, they're not exactly predictable. For example, this week we had N'Golo Kante and Manuel Lanzini uh, as the wingbacks, which goes uh, a bit of a way to show what kind of format the teams tend to take. Uh, so it's my pin tweet, go and check that out. But um, this episode, I'm going to talk about something maybe a little bit different. I I actually recorded this whole episode, uh, spoke about the whole Enketia stuff, the Mateta stuff, um, potential uh, incomings, outgoings. I spoke about, about Newcastle and how much basically they're transfer strategy I don't rate and how much their fans are annoying me and I listened back to it and I decided it was not and decided that that's kind of not what I want this podcast to be I don't want it to be a news update um I want it to be like verbal blogs basically you could say vlogs um I'll reinvent the word um so I thought about the things which have kind of been going around my head and around Twitter recently and a lot of that is about rivalries now it's a massive 10 days or so coming up for Palace in terms of rivalries. Of course, we've got Millwall in the Cup on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going, but everyone who is going, enjoy. And of course, stay safe at the Den. And then we've got Brighton next Friday night at the Amex, which I am going to, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, and a lot of people kind of, a, a, a common jab that we throw at Brighton is, oh, we well, are not our proper rivals. We don't care about you. Um, and it got me thinking, there are no clear Palace main rivals, I think. Um, people might disagree with me on that, but I'm going to kind of run through what the main contenders are, I guess, in terms of rivalries, where they've come from, and my take on them personally, because I, I do feel quite strongly about this. Um, and I know a lot of people will disagree with what I'm about to say, but that's the fun of a podcast. It's It's a cause of debate. And if you do disagree or agree with anything I say, then tweet me at TalkCPFC um, and I can get some of your opinions involved in future podcasts too. I'll, I'll cover that more on the end. Um, but for now, let's kind of run through. I had five main teams in mind who a lot of people would regard as our rivals and maybe even our main rivals uh, for different reasons. I'm going to go through kind of each of them, their criteria, where I rank them, and then ultimately rank those teams from one to five in from kind of, I don't actually care about them, uh, to they are number one, our bitter arch rivals. Now, let's start off with the team we're playing on Saturday, Millwall. Um, they've got the geographical advantage, of course, South London. Um, I don't think they're as close to us as Charlton are, um, but there is definitely a hatred there. Millwall games are always tasty. One of my youngest memories as a Palace fan uh, was Ben Watson, I think it was, scoring like a last-minute equaliser against Millwall. Um, and my dad basically telling us to leave straight away because all the Millwall fans tried to break into the hotel. Um, and, you know, th that is a rivalry. However, I would also argue that it's just Millwall in general. Um, so kind of take those incidents with a pinch of salt. Like, I have no doubt that Saturday will be spicy. It's a sellout in the Palace end. And from what I hear, it's basically a sellout in the Millwall end. There is definitely some hatred there. However, as I said, Millwall have uh, a bit of a reputation for that. I don't think they exclusively do that with Palace. Um, in terms of like historical events between the two teams, at least in my lifetime, there really hasn't been much. Obviously, there was that incident there. Um, but like, 
you know, especially towards the tail end of our championship kind of tenure, yeah, the games were spicy. The fans hated each other, but there was no real reason to like hate each other on the pitch. We we were again, this is purely in my lifetime. We've never really directly competed with them. They we've kind of been yo-yoing between leagues. They have a bit as well. It, it, there's there's not a kind of continuity factor there, I suppose, from my end at least. I I love looking forward to Millwall when we play them, but I think it lacks regularity. I think for a rivalry to work, like in a long term, I think there has to be some regularity to it, I think. I don't know, maybe that doesn't make sense, but that's, that's part of like a, a derby is, you know, they're competing for the same things and they're on a level playing field and... Uh, God, this is this is going to rattle Millwall fans, but we're not on a level playing field at the moment. That makes it harder to hate a team. It really does because, we, like, our strongest team will, would beat Millwall's at the end of the day. And should that make a difference? I don't know, but there just is something missing there with the Millwall thing. I've never felt it personally to the extent that a lot of people do. Um, so I'm, I'm going to bear that in mind when it comes to the rankings. I do understand a lot of people hate Millwall like strongly. I just don't necessarily share that sentiment, I think, when it when it comes to them. On the other end of the spectrum, you have a team who we nearly couldn't be further away from in terms of England. Um, but there is a history there and there is a passionate hatred um, in terms of the history there uh, for some people. And that's Man United. Now, that might be a weird one to some people. I know who maybe, you know, don't follow Palace that religiously or uh, maybe the newer fans as well. But historically, there has been a real hatred with, with Man United. And it does all stem, unfortunately, from the death of Paul Nixon, who uh, was tragically killed uh, by some Man United fans, um, basically from violence which stemmed from Eric Cantona's kung fu kick on a Palace fan, which is glorified now uh, by the media. uh, And basically the death of an innocent person is completely ignored. Now, I'm not saying that Eric Cantona is directly responsible for that, um, but it's undeniable that it was Palace Man United and that particular incident which led to a chain reaction um, of of events and, of course, the death, the death, the death of somebody. Um, now, that is a very valid reason to hate Man United, I think. Um, it's a very personal reason, too. Uh, there is, of course, history on the pitch. They've beaten us in both of the FA Cup finals we've been in. Um, whether that's enough, the, the, whether losing two FA Cup finals is enough to call a team your rival I just don't I just don't really buy that um that's kind of like Man City Liverpool-esque like rivalry it's not a rivalry and and let's be honest if I'm going to say about Millwall uh not being on a level playing field with us then I've got to say the same thing about Man United no we are clearly above them right now in terms of our squad quality in terms of the mood around the club um you know they are they're sinking um I'm I'm also biased because my girlfriend's a Man United fan and I have to kind of support them every now and then. So, oh, like, I don't hate them as much as maybe some other Palace fans do. But it's a very different rivalry, as I said, to the Millwall one. And, you know, to some people, just as valid to others, not at all. Um, for me, I, I, I think of the five, I'd probably say United are um, the the least serious rivals of of them all. I just... Like, there, there isn't a hatred there. If you go to Palace Man United games, 
there is not a hatred there for probably 95% of people. Um, and as I said, people might disagree with that, but that's just my general general mood around it. What happened um, after the Cantonar incident was, was a tragic, tragic event um, and something which us Palace fans commemorate every year, and that's great. Uh, but it's not led to a rivalry with Man United, I don't think, because a lot of Man United fans condemn it too. Um, it's just a shame, of course, that the incident is still kind of hailed as hilarious in the in the media and you know i actually just read an article today while researching this podcast um about how eric Cantona's kung fu kick changed football forever and there's actually not one mention of paul nixon in it which i think is a little bit gross but um let's go back to topic man united for me not a rivalry a, a slight rivalry a disliking and a resentment but it's not a rivalry next up we have another south london rival charlton athletic now in my head, I think when it comes to local rivals, they are our main ones. I think we're closest to them. I think there's a real mutual hatred. Like the thing that the thing with the Millwall rivalry is that they hate other teams more than they hate us, which I think automatically diminishes a rivalry. And that's one thing that Palace fans say to Brighton fans a lot. They're like, oh well, we care more about Millwall, we care more about Charlton, you know, whoever you want to pick. And when that happens in a rivalry, it does automatically like nullify it a little bit. And that is why the Mill one for me is second to the Charlton one, at least in terms of South London rivalries, because we hate Charlton, Charlton hate us. I just I just think that there is more kind of like genuine hatred there than there is with Millwall. Because like everyone hates Millwall, do you know what I mean? Like they have too much hatred to share around. Palace and Charlton can concentrate on each other. There is, of course, also the historical element to it. Again, at least in my lifetime, when Charlton sent us down in 2005, and that was like a real proud moment for them doing that. Um, it led to that sha-la-la-la-la-la-la thing. Like there's, there's like a story behind the Charlton one as well, which really adds to its strength as a rival. Um, I've, I've kind of, kind of, I can only remember a few Charlton games in my life. One of them was the 4-1 in the Cup, which like given the golf in the teams, that was a really good atmosphere uh, at the time. Um and again, I think historically, when Charlton were better than us, they probably rubbed it in a lot more than they do now. But, you know, Charlton still come up on my timeline like, very, very regularly now throughout the season um, about, you know, when they concede late goals, when they're doing rubbish. Like that that doesn't happen with Millwall normally. That's happened recently. Like I know Millwall lost 3-2 at the weekend, but that's just because we're playing them. Like I feel like it's been revived by the FA Cup tie. But like in a regular season where we don't play them in a cup, People don't care about Millwall, really, but people do care about Charlton, like, on a weekly basis. Um, of course, their chairman said that he rang Steve Parrish and stuff like that. Like, that, that's box office. Like, that's what you want from a rivalry. And I think they're doing a good job of keeping it alive. Bearing in mind, we've played them, like, once in the past 10 years. There's there's still a lot of, like, communication between the fans. You know, like, we call them the clowns and stuff. Like, they, it, there's something there. I, I like the Charlton rivalry. And I think if they were in the Prem, that could that could thrive, you know? That, that rivalry could really thrive. However, at the moment, it's not there. I'm going to go out and say that. I think if they were in the Prem, it would be number one. But for me, it's not that clear cut now that they're not. Um, but I do think the hatred is really strong. Uh, and we've got the geographical thing as well. It's kind of a nice potion of like Derby aspects. But... Is it number one? Oh, it's it's close. It's close. I'll go through the rest and then I'll and then I'll decide. But it's it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Now I spoke about one sided rivalry with the Millwall one. I think that that rivalry is guilty of being you know like more us hating them than the other way round. Dare I say in terms of 
percentage of teams hated. Like we could probably we could probably give about thirty or forty percent of our hate to Millwall. Whereas they've got Leeds, they've got West Ham. Like there's just too much there with other teams for them. That kind of goes for Watford. I'm, like I'm literally laughing saying it. Us and Watford. I mean we're not close. Like you know, if they call it a London derby, like, that's really pushing it. That's like when they try and build, like, Arsenal Palace and as a London derby. Like, it's not really. Like, we don't hate each other. But, you know, the thing that Watford have is is a historical aspect, at least a recent history aspect. There's obviously the playoff final, which we won. There's the FA Cup semi-final, which we won. Just to remind any Watford fans that we beat you at Wembley twice, just to clarify. They obviously hate Wilf. Um, there's a lot of kind of like the, the games themselves had quite a lot of like drama. There's a lot of personal things there, but that's mainly on their side. Like, do I hate any Watford players? Like, no, not really. Like, I actually have nothing against them. I think they're a decent team. Whereas, like, Watford fans really, really want to dislike Palace, especially Wilf. Um, but for me, it's just a bit. It's a bit embarrassing. Like that is a. Sometimes when we insult our rivals, we go, we don't care about you. Like, we're obviously just saying that because it's a good insult. Like, when you say that to Watford, I feel like it's, a, it's like, definitely true. I, I don't care about Watford anywhere near as much as they care about us. Um, and, yeah, we play them quite regularly and there's a historical side to it. But they're just a difficult team to hate. Like, they're just kind of a bit weird. Does that make sense? Like, they're, they're not, like, they're not a Millwall or a Charlton, like, you're not scared of playing them. They don't have like a really intimidating home crowd. Maybe weird was harsh. They don't have a really intimidating home crowd. Like you go, I've been there away a few times and it's a good away day, but like, it's not like a, wow, this is a cracking atmosphere. Like I remember so clearly going there when we were in the championship and the, the PA guy was like, oh, and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, enjoy the game was the last thing he said before kickoff. And it's like, how am I meant to, hate a team like that like you're you just can't like I'm not saying they're likable but it's not intimidating that you're not you can't get pumped for a Watford game you know what I mean they're just Watford and they get pumped for us because I think we offer that to them but they are not like a scary team so for me they, they can't be included in, in the elites of this conversation you know I think they're above Man United um but I think that's it um I'd have them kind of comfortably mid table they're not pushing up they're not they're not pushing up pulling up any ladders or anything like that last but certainly not least on my list uh is brighton now to an outsider this is a weird rivalry um but if you kind of look deeper into it it makes perfect sense it's got a really good history about it i think there is a genuine hatred when we play each other um and it's a very active rivalry like probably in my lifetime i would say it's the most active one of course uh, some of that is circumstantial but um, you know, there's a history element to it, of course, as well. As I said, there were the games like back in the 80s or 70s. Um, there was, of course, the playoff semi-final. Um, and we are Brighton's main rivals. Like, I think that's pretty undeniable. Um, and that helps. Like, that helps when a team genuinely hates you. Like, there's a real hatred from their side and from our side too. Um, and I'm, I'm buzzing to go to the Amex and, uh, next Friday. I've never been, amazingly. Call me a plastic um, and I think that is going to be like a proper atmosphere. I'd, I'm reluctant to use the word derby because derby suggests that it's local and that is not local. Like, oh, the M23 derby, like, it rattles me when people say that. I saw like El Gatwicko last season or whatever. And that's just not good. Like, it's 
you don't have to put a name on it. Like, not you don't have to put a name on a derby or a rivalry. Like, there could just be a hatred there, and I think people really struggle to accept that with Palace and Brighton. But there is. It's undeniable. Like, ask any Palace fan, any Brighton fan. Like, there's a hatred there. The one thing that's lacking from that one is is an outward understanding of that. Like, this this might be nonsensical. Feel free to say so if you think it is. But like, a, a rivalry or a derby has got to be appreciated by everyone. Like. You know the the old firm, Liverpool, Man United. Like they're not they're not geographically like that close, but like everyone gets that's a massive game. Palace, Brighton, people are still at least learning. Like they they view view it as a bit soft, maybe because Brighton are in general quite like a family based club, orientated club. But I think that counts against it. But I do also think that we downplay it big time, especially on Twitter. Like a lot of people will say, "Oh, we don't care about Brighton. You know, you're not our rivals." Blah blah. blah. Like. They are. Let's be honest, they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, th- that makes the season more exciting. Like, if Brighton weren't the game that we looked forward to every year, the first one you look at in the calendar, then the season would be so much more boring than it is now. We don't have anyone else in the league like that. Like, I don't want it to be Watford. I don't want it to be Brighton particularly either. But, you know, like, I don't want Watford or Man United to be that game. Like, that is the one that is the headline game in our season. Um, and, you know, if Mill and Charlton both came up, I don't know whether that would be the case. But right now... That's the one, in my opinion. That is the one which I look for. It's the first game I look for when I look at the fixtures when they're released. I'm sure it's the same for Brighton fans as well. Um, and there's a hatred there. Like, there's a constant, like, back and forth, back and forth about everything. I don't know. I just like it. I like it as a rivalry. And, yeah, they they kind of fall into the, like, Watford category, like, a bit weird, like... But they're, they're, they're really dislikable. They're... You know, there's the pantomime villains. They hate Wilf. We hate Lewis Dunk. Like, it just, it works. It works as a rivalry. And uh, this is not me complimenting Brighton in any way. I still think that, I I still hate them. And I I will cry myself to sleep if we don't beat them or at least get something at the Amex. But, you know, come on. We look forward to it. That's what football's about. Proper hatred. And we have that with Brighton on a regular, regular basis. Now, I, I can't be too biased in terms of, as I said, like the history and how often we play each other, because that's not fair on Millwall and Charlton in particular. But I'm going to go ahead and say right now, as of today, I'm going to have Man United fifth. I just don't, I don't see it really. I get the, I get the history, but I, I think you'll be hard pressed to find many Palace fans who genuinely hate Man United. Like I, and any more than a normal person does. I should add on the end of that, like Man United are a dislikable team, but. There is not a genuine hatred when we play each other. There's no atmosphere really, like in terms of, you know, it doesn't. Get, we don't get pumped for a Man United game, in in that way. Fourth place, I'm having Watford. They're above United fairly comfortably, but it's still not. It's like on a par with almost like West Ham. Like it's just, it's very one sided. They would probably have us like top three, easily, maybe even top two. I just don't have them in that bracket. They they don't touch the other three for me. In third, I'm having Millwall. I think that it could be better. Like, there is a lot in place there for that to be a really fiery game. And it just never really works out to be like a proper like, oh, and maybe that's personal to me, but I just don't hate Millwall as much as I could. So for me, it's coming in number three. I'm going number two, our second biggest rivals, in my opinion, Charlton Athletic, just because... There's such a big gap at the moment. It's difficult. They're not on my mind the whole time. Like, I don't think about Charlton. I'm not worried about Charlton. I'm not 
I'm not constantly looking to like get one up on them. And, you know, that is maybe slightly unfair for them. Like, it's unfortunate. Would they be higher if they're in the Prem? Maybe. Um, but for me, it's got to be Brighton number one. This might get a lot of hate. But I've got to say, I think Brighton are our biggest rivals um, as of right now. You know, there's a hatred there. The players kind of, uh, the players don't feel it as much as we would like to, but there are players in those squads that hate Brighton and vice versa as well. It's a fiery game. Like the atmosphere at Sellers when we played them uh, in September was amazing. There's just something about the Brighton game, which it, like, it hits different. Do you know what I mean? It hits different. I'm looking forward to Millwall. Maybe the game will prove me wrong on Saturday and I'll have to re-record this whole podcast after the Brighton one. But granted, the top three is close. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Brighton are like, clear as day, number one. It is close and there are a lot of factors which play into Brighton's hand and out of the others. But for me, Brighton number one. Charlton number two, Millwall number three, Watford number four, Man United number five. Let me know your list uh, on Twitter. Uh, DM me, tweet me, whatever you like. I'm sure people will disagree with that, but that is the point of a podcast. As I said, we want the debate. We want people to get rattled when they listen. Um, and that's that's kind of what my mantra has always been. So let me know what you think uh, on Twitter or just any other platform you want. That is it for me. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Uh, follow me on Spotify, like the episode, save me an Apple podcast, do whatever you can to kind of support the cause. As I said, follow me on Twitter at TalkCPFC. To those going to Millwall, as I said, on Saturday, good luck. Come on, Palace, stay safe. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a class away day. Um, and those who are going to Brighton uh, the following Friday, I'll see you there for our biggest rivalry. I'll end on that one. Have a good week, everyone. and I'll catch you guys soon.